2: Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints.
3: You know what it is, it's your guy, Red Butler, and this, well, this is that pretty left hook, hitting you in your goddamn liver, fool, man, you know what the hell it is. I got my man back again, Dorian Price. We're not playing with y'all. You know we don't care what's going on, we just saying what the fuck we feel, man. D, I got to talk about this.
4: My brother, let's First go. Of all,
3: I appreciate you putting our strip club shenanigans on blast. I got a good reception, man. Thank you very much. Hey, um, yo. You know, we ain't going to talk about no more titties
4: today. Of course, though. of course. Allegedly. You know? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> you never know, though.
3: You never know, <laughs> but I do to talk about Dana White because a lot of people are saying... They basically okay. say, talking about both sides of his mouth. they saying... How are you not going to let Francis Ngannou fight Tyson Fury, but you're talking about letting John Jones fight Tyson Fury only right. in the octagon? I mean, I want to talk about this, man. It's double standard. You're a fighter. Um, you know, what do you feel about when people are trying to play with your check? Like, if you want to go do something, how are you going to tell somebody he can't do it but another yeah. You cool with semi, he can go do it. What do you think about this?
4: Right, right. Man, I feel like, you know, Dana wants the bag and he wants all, all the bag. And he realizes if he goes into that world of boxing, you know what I mean? He's playing with bigger sharks than even he is. You know what I mean? And he not going to get that lion's share of everything. So he need to make sure he get that lion's share whatnot. I think it's a little bit silly to, you know, I it, it furthermore addresses the issue of fighters pay because you look at all these fighters, boxers don't want it. Why would they want to jump to MMA? They get in the bag over where they are. MMA guys want to come to them. So that further indicates, you know, the 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 discrepancy of fighter pay, because if these MMA guys were getting paid, you know, a level that is is justified for them, they wouldn't be wanting to go over to boxing. They would stay in their sport. The same reason boxers ain't trying to jump over to do MMA. They're good where they are. They're getting the bag where they are. So, you know, you know, I think Dana might want to leave it alone because he's touching the issue that's going to bring some some heat to himself that he might not want to address. I know Dana, you know, likes, likes, likes smoking stuff, but he might be digging himself his own, uh, uh a hole too big for himself.
3: You know, I think it's interesting because it seems like his there's own, there's, there's the rules and then there's the Conor McGregor rules. You know what I'm saying? Like This guy can go play Mayweather. It's good. Not that, no issue. Everybody gets paid. It becomes this big thing. Still the number two uh, biggest pay-per-view in boxing history, but anybody else wants to go do their thing it's a problem. We talk about every single issue that could be involved or he just flat out says the people don't want it in the same way that they wanted that. How much of this is really just about him as a person either being a, a hater or, you know what I'm saying, want to control? And how much is it about the fact that the people might not want to spend that bread in the same way they wanted to spend that bread on Connor versus Floyd? I
4: think a lot of it is is, is a combination of all three. I think a lot of it is him being a hater, I think a lot of it, I don't know what kind of all the particulars. I mean, you're in the boxing world, so you might know better the type of deals that Mayweather had. You know what I mean? I don't know if, how much Al Hamer was involved with that sort of promotion. I know Dana and, and, and the Mayweathers go back a while, so I don't know what kind of things they kind of put together. Uh, you know... I feel it's a little unfair. You got Connor saying, he, he you know, of basically do whatever he wants. I mean, we all, we all see he likes to tweet during Coke hours, and, you know, nobody seems to <laughs> have a problem with that. Um, you know, he can uh, basically, you know, have the side of people come over while he's doing lines of blow, and they just going to overlook that part. Um, if he even is in the, the side of the pool anymore. But right. you got to let these guys, I mean, like I said, it, it points to a bigger issue. The bigger issue is, look, NFL players ain't trying to go play in the NBA. NBA ain't trying to go play in the MLB. MLB isn't trying to play in the NHL, and the whole circle goes on because they're all comfortable getting the money that they're getting. Only in the sport of MMA are we trying to jump to another combat sport. and a combat sport of... uh, You don't see them jumping to the combat sport of Muay Thai, which would essentially be better for them because they're used to at least kicking knees, punches, and elbows because they already do it. Why? Because they know good and well what are you going to get? We you know in Muay Thai, we fighting for damn near chicken box and a half a half. If you're from Baltimore, you'll get that <laughs> analogy. Man, that's uh,
3: how we live in America. They know about that. You know what I'm
4: saying? They know about the half a half. <laughs> they
3: know about but, the half a half. Yeah.
4: But, you know, so they're not trying to jump to that. Why? Because they know good and well. Why would they take a step down and in, in pay? They want to go to boxing because they know that's how they're going to get that real money. And... Going back to what I said, you know, it, it just shows a, a kind of a hypocritical stand, stance from his point to not let guys do that. Meanwhile, he's over there promoting bitch slap. <laughs> <laughs> a power slap. <laughs>
1: bitch slap. <laughs>
4: well, no. Whatever you want to call it.
3: What you think about the bitch slap? I mean, the power slapping. What you think about the
4: bitch slap? Nah. I what think it's, talking? hey, look. I'm long since gone from the UFC, but if, but I do have a lot of friends and, and 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 guys that I work with and train that are in it, and if, and if I feel uh, a little disgusted for them because mm-hmm. they're being promoted, and uh, and you got people over here just pimp slapping each other, you know, get money when this this should be going. You know what I mean? He's putting a lot of push behind that. When you got fighters over there, some of which are working another job, most of them are working another job, some of which are literally fighting for free, which the fans don't understand. If I'm fighting for 10 and 10, which is now the entry level um, for a USC contract, let's say you lose. That's 10000 Right away, Uncle Sam, he's the biggest mafia on the planet. He getting his cut immediately. So then you down. You figure you're going to have a coach, more than one coach because MMA is such a complete sport. So three coaches, boom, you cutting that down even more. Don't have a wife or girlfriend or something that you really care about. Boom. Now it's cut down even more. Here cut down even more. Now I ain't even talked about car payments or the potential of rent. So you can end up fighting and your check might come where you get nothing or you owe money. Mm.
3: If you are lucky,
4: you walk away with a thousand. That's if you lose. You know what I mean? That's, that's if you lose. If you win, it ain't much better for an entry level. Right.
2: Thanks.
4: So to see them promoting something like power slap, come on. We all know Iceberg Slim and and, and some of these pimps got a mean pimp hand. But you know what I mean? Are we paying them?
3: <laughs> nah, they're not paying them. They like... Hey, they, you know, they matter of they the fact, they, they, the double. they, they, double. they Right? <laughs> but yo, I, did you see Tim Sylvia is doing the bitch slap thing now too? Tim Sylvia, remember Tim Sylvia? I've seen that. Yo! i seen not, that. Yo, he was... That dude, that's a big dude. I used to work Tim Sylvia fights. That is a big guy. He smacked, and he looks bigger. Like, he got a little heavy with it. He slapped yeah. the dog shit out of somebody. That fool was out. I was like, damn, Tim Sylvia on this now?
4: I, is that I know Mark Cole What is involved with that.
3: What does that do for his legacy? What's the, that now? What does that do for his legacy, the fact that he's even doing this? This was a, a heavyweight chant just do for Randy Couture. Like, now you bitch slapping?
4: Nothing for his legacy. As a matter of fact, it's just, again it goes back to my original point. It's just further showing that you know these guys are getting retired now, you know, and they don't even have the money. Now, if they're blowing their money, that's one thing. But these guys aren't even making money, they can even really put away and do these type of investments and play smart. Right. So it doesn't do nothing for his, it doesn't do nothing for his legacy. It just shows he need that he need the coin that much that he willing to do, you know, a bit slap.
3: Damn. This is crazy, man. I I swear you would bitch slap somebody for
4: no bread. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would. <laughs> it might have happened too, but I don't know yeah,
3: somebody, somebody out here called a Dorian Price bitch slap, and it wasn't no rules. Was not no TV? Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> you felt you felt that hand. It was it was a bad day. Um. It's funny, man. Karate combat, power slab, um, whatever. What do you, you think anybody's gonna jump out there and try to popularize Muay Thai on a corporate level? I know you're probably against that, but do you think there's somebody out there trying to do that and has somebody try to do that in the states? Uh,
4: now, if we count one FC, I love what they're doing and they're trying to bring it to the US. Yeah. And what they're doing is they took a if you look at it like what they're doing is they're actually taking a formula one type model so mm-hmm. formula one you had stock car was in the u.s and so formula one was like all right we're not gonna be able to break into this u.s market so what we're gonna do is surround it and we're gonna do in a way you guys can't compete with and what the one fc is doing is they're a big threat to the usc's model because the usc in order to compete with them they would literally have to change their model because one fc has something for everybody if you're just a pure grappler you got the pure grappler, some of the best in the world. If you're a pure you like just to kickboxing, you have that. They're able to clean up some of the best in the world, the Dutch, some of these Europeans. You're a Muay Thai uh, enthusiast, they have something for you. You know, and obviously they have access to the best in the world in Thai boxing. You're an MMA fighter, they have that. And in, in order for the UFC to compete with them, they literally would have to change their model and start putting these other fights on. But they can't get the best because the best in the world reside in Asia when it comes to Muay Thai, especially speaking of Thailand, one FC has got a lock on that. Mm
3: -hmm. They're
4: making it more about the sport. They're making it more about the fighters and it's taking away a lot of the circus show and their presentation looks like the old pride because they brought over Matt Hume and Matt Hume basically Mm -hmm. brought over a lot of the old pride people. So they are giving you, when you go, it's like a, it's like a spectacle and they're getting people and making people, uh, uh, and blowing up the countrymen like if you look at the guy named Umland Sa from burma
1: yeah.
4: or myanmar now like he's uh they built a statue like he's garnering the people they're making it about the, the country and they're letting people become stars in their country i mean i'm willing to go out on a limb and say Umland Sa size the muhammad ali of you know myanmar i mean he is really and the one that's he is doing that they're promoting these people and they're going to get the whole country behind them and yeah. they're making it about the fighters and they're letting the fighters have their shine and the UFC right now can't compete with that. And so if they keep coming in, the only thing UFC has is I say their MMA is obviously they're the gold standard for MMA, but in terms of the whole package right now, the one to see, the one to see is on their ass. They better hurry up. Uh, and, and I don't know what they can, I don't know what they can do because they're gaining a lot of support. And if you look at it like this from a marketing standpoint, they're getting a lot of Asia. So you have China and India, China alone, their middle class is bigger than the entire U.S. population, just their middle class. Woo. India, which we have because all these tech companies, whenever you call on the phone, or your computer, you want to get it fixed. They're sending you to a call center in India because we've outsourced jobs like that. We have created a middle class for them and their middle class also is bigger than the entire U.S. population. So mm-hmm. if you just get those two markets alone, even just one of them, you have a bigger fan base than the entire U.S. That, you know, can get and that's where you're starting to see the USC starting to push to get more of these international fighters, do more international shows. Cause I think they 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 feel that heat. But right now, the one FC is and you know, and me living in Asia for such a long time and knowing a lot of the personnel up there, they're doing big things in the one FC.
2: Big things. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents.
3: Man, that's huge. You know, one thing I always love about what 1FC was doing, I mean, it's kind of like what Scott Coker was trying to do, but he couldn't really do because he has too many U.S. corporate interests. 1FC is like, yo, white people, this shit belongs to the Asians. Yo, I wasn't even mad at this. They brought in Matt Huyo for show. I think they brought in Rich Franklin for a little minute. But at the same time, they was 100% shit like, yo, martial arts is some Asian shit. This is our thing. Y'all yeah. took it away. You're trying to act like the shit came from Iowa or something, just off the strength of the Pat military systems and everything, you know what I'm saying? Whatever else. And it's, mm-hmm. and USC kind of capitalized on obviously wrestlers and the All American aesthetic. But I like what they're doing over there in Singapore with 1FC because they, they really made it about reclaiming something and pride and heritage. Mm-hmm. On top of all of that, they got a lot of bread over there. They got a lot of bread. A lot. I went to a 1FC fight in Dubai one time with my homegirl Anna huloton was fighting MMA. and Shout out to all the female boxers. She's a former world champion women's boxer that go into MMA like Clarissa Shields and all of that because to your point earlier, yo, the women boxers ain't afraid. Like Tyson Fury said, oh, I'm not getting no nope. mate. They like, man, what's up? I done beat these broads over here. Now I'm going to go beat these broads over here. But 1FC, I like the fact that they are literally like, you know something? Y'all taking our shit, acting like it's yours, man. We tired of this. Yeah. Speak on it, because, I mean, you've been to A-reclaiming it. Do, do Asians feel like the States or America is trying to act like they invented martial arts or something?
4: No, what they do feel like, they feel like it's like a lot of it is like a circus, it's a, uh, <clears throat> it's a circus show. Damn. And that's what they, that's what they, that's what they look at it like. Because in Asia, there's no need to talk trash. If that's your thing, because they look at you like, what are you scared for? They, they they make it about the fight. I know fights in Thailand. If you miss weight, it's no big deal. Put your damn silence suit you run around the parking lot because it ain't. they realize making weight ain't part of the show. You know, like the spectacle. They know you got to make weight. So if it takes your ass to run around the parking lot and come back in there, you're going to make the weight. Then you're going to fight because they know it's about the fight. That's what people come to see. They're not concerned about all the the hoop line the spectacle all this stuff they're concerned about how do you perform in the fight and that's what's important to them so in their mind they look at it as they keep in martial arts and they bring back martial arts that's more of what they're looking at they feel like as if the u.s took martial arts away and making it more like a wwe which mm-hmm. for maybe the american fans there's something to that but when you see the Level of respect and 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 it's not to say the Asians they don't have trash talking, but it, they they just look at you like silly because they're like, why are you talking trash on 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 Tuesday? Y'all ask to fight on Saturday? What the hell's going on? <laughs> you know you gonna get all this out your system? Like, what are you scared? And so, I think that's the biggest thing that they're doing, and I love what they're doing. Do the you? I think the UFC has a place, but I think uh a lot of fighters in the UFC are being forced out of character. Cause you have to talk. Now you might have, there's no more rooms for a fatal, a fatal. Even when I speak on Matt Brown, Matt Brown is a cowboy. He got, he's a family man. He wanted going in his one, his performance to speak for itself. He don't have a desire to talk trash. He's a business owner. He takes martial arts serious. He, he knows when he gets in there, you're going to get your money's worth when he steps in there. But because he don't want to dance and jump through all the hoops, it makes it difficult. There's no more room for a fedor, you know, nowadays you have to, you know, I think Chael Sona set the standard and now it's just gotten carried away with. There's a place for it. There's some guys who got the Chael Sona thing and some guys is a place for the fedor thing. But now they force everybody into a box and that's where you get these dudes sounding silly as shit. Like they reading from a script. Oh, That's
3: a fact, man. Yet again, And it's, it's funny you said that about the UFC and, and like WWE because the people who own the UFC just bought WWE. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, I mean, here's my thoughts on that. First of all, all I right, listen. They get into the money. I, I listen. It is what it is, right? But mm-hmm. you already know now. Most MMA fighters who looking at Dana, scene, they're not gonna be able to get uh, a boxing bag, they're gonna probably try to get a soft landing by selling their character straight into WWE. If they know that they're gonna have a pending release or something, or they lose a couple of joints. Then they're just going to go full Kobe Covington so they could be the heel somewhere. Of course. Unless they mm-hmm. have mad wins, retire a certain way, and then become the good guy over there in the storyline. But I feel like it was a perfect setup for them to create the fake um, scenarios that you're talking about. And to be quite honest, I think that a lot of the fans, the line's going to get blurred. And if they get too close to that line, people are going to start thinking that the that MMA and the UFC perspective of MMA is going to be fake, bro. That's what
4: I think. I agree with you. I agree. And you opening the doors to a lot of, uh, of weird stuff going on. The potential of people thinking of rigged fights, the potential of, you know, storyline fights, the potential of uh uh more circus show fights. Uh we've already had the senior punks in there. I think we're gonna have more of that. Right. Um I agree with you. We can't the line, the lines are gonna get and we're gonna start taking away this sort of this pure combat aspect of it. And it's gonna start getting real, real interesting. Borderline weird here in a minute.
3: Yeah, speaking about weird, and I, I gotta go there because it's just something I wanted to talk to you about for a while, man. Do have you ever known, or do you know, or have you ever met Israel Adesanya?
4: Never, never.
3: I haven't either. I interviewed him before on the phone, not not in person. But I like this guy, right? Like I like what this guy's doing. I like what this guy represents. But I got. Two things I don't like. One, you already mentioned. I don't like the fact that he saved Joe Rogan when Joe Rogan said the N-word. We're not giving no passes Yeah. Yet. But my second thing with Izzy, man, I got to speak on this. You know what I'm saying? Like, just want some, Just because we, you know, we own some chicken boxing in a half and half right now, man. Um, yo, this guy gets French tip nails, dog. Like, yo, I know a lot of times in the MMA... Be rocking with the black nail polish and all of that, and I figured I was on some badass. Yeah.
2: I'm
3: gonna kick you in the face with black nails. I'm gonna punch your face with black. I right, whatever. But when you get the French tips, John <laughs> Jones came for him. Pause. And my thing with the French tips was like, Yo, bro, you reaching, man? Like you, this was a, this is. I mean, I know you from. I know you live in New Zealand. I don't know what they do over there. This was a reach. The French tips. It's like I can't save you with that one, dog.
4: Dorian,
0: what do you
4: think about this? I mean, I like this like Man, you know what? I, the reason I like Israel because he dances to his own beat, man. He's not getting pushed nowhere. He's not, you know, and I can't really say nothing because, you know, we the older generation. You know, Israel still is. He's a good amount younger than us. I mean, look at these kids now, man. You talking about the young thugs, man. These kids wearing dresses, doing all kind of stuff, and they be just main ones. They blow your head off, for real. Word. you liable to get your head blown off by look but when these little kids out here in the dress, like, <laughs> you know, they, they out of their mind. And I mean, and so I think, I think it's just the nature of the way the culture is, man. I think the way it shifted. I mean, I like Israel cause, but all it's worth, you know, Joe Rogan, my guy. So, you know what I mean? I understand where he was, where, where that was going with, with that one. I'm more upset. I'd have to say, if we're going to go back to that with Woodley giving Mike Perry a pass, that's a pass yeah. I'm not accepting. I understand. Yeah. Joe Rogan was speaking on the story of the great, you know, Charlie Murphy, rest in peace. Right. I understand him saying that. I'm more upset since we was talking about that about Woodley, who's a good brother, giving Perry, Mike Perry a pass. There's no place for that in the way he was used, the way he was saying it. But back to the Israel situation, I just think that's the culture, man. I think you know what I mean. Also, he's he grew up in New Zealand, you know what I mean. There's not a lot of, you know, it's it's not a lot of. a a, a brother's dad's not the urban culture in terms of things like that so i don't think he i think his whole thing was trying to fit in as a kid from nigeria coming over there and uh but all in all i like the fact that he can't he's not being controlled he say what he want he do what he want and he moved to the beat of his own drum now i might not agree with the way he do things because i'm older but i tell you what it is refreshing because now everybody look carbon copy that's a fact. Everybody look hard to copy. And he's setting himself up to get the bag, to do what he want, and to move with the feet of his own drum. You're right,
3: man. I'm not going to lie. I mean, yeah, because Young Thug is on trial for Rico right now, and he wears a dress. Like, Rico was created in the criminal world for, like, Al Capone's and John Gotti's yeah. and whatnot. Now dudes with dresses that will blow your head off are getting Rico charges. So you're absolutely right. The game is different. You know, they yeah, even bro. got me, they even got me bobbing my head to to Lil' Uzi Vert. Same energy dresses and nails and wigs, and I don't know what's happening. Yeah, you know what I mean? But it's crazy. I just had to speak on that. And yeah, shout out to Tyron Woodley. You are the homie. We love you, man. But yeah, we get it. That's, you, that's your white friend. We understand. But bruh, when the microphone is hot, we ain't feeling that, man. He gotta calm all that down. Keep that in the gym or wherever y'all kicking at. Not my business. Um yeah, man, the game is wild, man. Like, yeah. It's wild. <laughs> like, the game is wild. The fact that we even It's said, wild. And now, I, do, I like Israel, bro. Like, I ain't going to lie. This guy, he has what they call moxie. But, yeah, he tests my age limit. I ain't going to lie. He
4: tests my age limit. He, he do. You know what I mean? It's coming. We coming up in the 80s. It was different, man. The way cast was moving. I mean, we couldn't imagine any of them guys, uh, uh. AZ we couldn't imagine Frank Lucas we couldn't imagine uh uh Frank Math. we couldn't imagine any ready right. for we couldn't imagine any of these guys doing that low melt none of these guys right. doing that kind of stuff I mean it was a different era I mean going to the rap thing I will say I do believe you know I'm a con- little conspiracy theory I do think it's a demasculinization of uh, our mm-hmm. community yes. by having them do that kind of stuff you know you know being someone who who who's very you know. Uh, um, uh pro our community i do think there is a demasculinization agenda in that in doing that mm. because if you look at the type of music that you, you know was coming up in the 80s it was a lot of you know as the brothers from the nation of gods and earth would say you know it was a lot of knowledge itself being spoken that's right you had something for everybody nowadays it's a bunch of silliness yes
1: Indeed.
4: And you can see the influence on the minds. Everyone you know about subconscious programming, you can see it on the young minds of the youth. You can see mm-hmm. how they act and how they talk. And you know what I mean? The, 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 the fact that uh, now I'm going to go here on some controversial stuff. Yeah. Some things I don't agree with. Some of the things I do like what that brother, Charleston White is saying when he's out of character, I don't agree with a lot of it, but some of it, he does make some points. Now I'm not going to sit here and say, I agree with all of it. But there is something about when he said, because he's a, he's playing the character. Now, if you catch him out of the character, he does make some good points.
3: Right.
4: And what's going on in the community. I mean, you think about it. We make a rap song, and we talk about kill, 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 shoot, blah, blah. Who we talking about Kill, hurting? Our own.
2: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity Presents...
1: Yeah, he I,
4: I'm like, but don't let
1: me go too far down that rabbit no, hole, man. Dude, I know that I know dude, that's that dude. that dude is polarizing
3: to me, man. Like I, I like what he does with his advocacy for the youth and and you know what I'm saying and you know, all of that stuff in the community, but his, yeah. his character goes in realms that are very disrespectful. Like gotta relax, Charleston. White you came from you come sometimes we come from people's kids. He be going crazy talking about people. I'll be like, yo, you gotta chill, you know what I'm saying? But I get it. The internet is the new platform for everybody, everybody got a microphone. Yeah. Going in and all of that. then last thing, Dorian, um, Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence, people acted like it was never uh-huh. going to happen. People acted like these guys were going to duck each other, and they said July 29th, they getting it in. In Vegas, um, this is looking like fight of the year, but not only fight of the year, it might be even fight of the decade by some people because of, of where they're at in their careers. What do you think about this fight? Mm-hmm. What, ultimately, what's your prediction?
4: I love it. I love it. And I'm a Terrence Crawford fan. I think it's what boxing needs. It kind of reminds me of that era where you had the four, you know, the four Kings, uh, when you had, uh, was it Duran, Hagler, Hearns, Sugar Ray Robinson? I mean, you had all these great, uh, Sugar Ray Leonard, excuse me, all these great guys in this thing. And so it's coming back to that. This is what boxing needs. Um, I'm never going to pick against Terrence Crawford because he reminds me of a modern day marvelous Marvin Hagler, the way he switches stances, his aggressiveness, uh, his, his 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 finishing uh, 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 mentality, um, I think is greatness. A lot of fights to be made. I'm gonna say this though: Devin Haney needs to stay far 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 away from Tank because Ooh. the amount of hands, left hands, he got hit with by Lomachenko. Uh, Lomachenko. Yeah, he can't take them from 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 Tank. Man, he gonna wake up in the hospital.
3: Man, first of all, but I
4: think we look at. Great era in boxing right now. A great era, especially in that division, because you you're not too far for these guys can move up a little bit, come down a little bit, make the type of fights that we need to see to keep to save the sport, to keep the sport at where where it needs to be. Thanks. I'm loving it. I'm loving
3: it. I'm loving it too, man. And I co-sign. Who you got
4: me? predicted for that though?
3: Yeah, I co-sign everything you said, man. I, I'm 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 a Terence Crawford fan. I'm always with the underdog most of the time. And by the way. I've interviewed Errol Spence, his father, multiple times in person. Great guy. Great team. You know what I'm saying? Um, I just think Terrence Crawford is just a half a step better. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think he's going to download information quicker. I just think that Terrence Mm -hmm. likes being the underdog. He relishes in the fact that you're going to overlook him because you think he's small. And I think he's going to be able to do what he's supposed to do. And I think that's it. But it's interesting because the betting odds actually has Crawford as the favorite, and I thought that was interesting because Errol Spence mm-hmm. is the box office. You know, what I mean, he's made more money at the pay per view level, right? Um, than Terrence Crawford. Everybody says Terrence never fought nobody, and and Errol Spence has arguably fought all the names people know. Danny Garcia, mm-hmm. this one, that one. Obviously, they both fought Kell Brook, but you know, he just fought you Dennis Ugas, who did this thing. So. I'm loving the fact that they're doing this fight, first and foremost, but I will say that, yeah, Crawford got it. But this is what I'm going to say now. I don't know if you heard this, but Crawford said he, after he dusts up um, Errol Spence, he's saying, you know what, even though he want to go to 154 and get Jamal Charlo, he's saying he want to go see Tank, bro. Ooh. He's said really? he wants to see Tank. What you think about that, man?
4: Ah, coming from Baltimore, I mean, I love Tank. <laughs> But it is hard to go against against, against Crawford. And if, the, if that fight happens, man, we talking about a super fight for the ages, man. Um that's hard, man. You know, being from Baltimore, and, you know what I mean, and having family to, you know a lot of you know a lot of people around around Tank the older ones, you know, I still, man, uh put my kosher cap on. I, I I it's hard to go against Crawford, man, what he does. But then again, you know, Tank does have IQ. He has that Ungodly power in both hands, mm-hmm. so I don't know if I can pick. I my heart wants my heart wants Tank because of what it could do for Baltimore. Mm-hmm. You know, my coaching cap is kind of leaning a little bit to 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 Crawford in terms of uh, in terms of his skills and stuff like that. But either way, I think everybody a fan of boxing, we all win if that fight happens. We all win.
3: And I agree. And I, I want to say this: whatever happens with this Errol Spence Crawford fight. I think Terrence Crawford career, regardless, goes like this. He's no longer with top rank, That's- representing himself. He already said top rank is racist and all that. Got his walking papers, did what he had to do. So my thing is now, I think everybody who said Crawford don't fight nobody, you're going to have to stop that. Because I think this is going to be the moment, yep. kind of like when Floyd went from Pretty Boy Floyd to Money Mayweather after um, De La Hoya, but before that was that. Mm-hmm. I feel like... This fight is the one that's going to put Terrence Crawford on a whole nother level. And I think from here, he only fights the tanks, the Jamal Charles, if he goes up to 54. Because he knows now, from this point on, you only have to fight guys with those names and then be out. And if you can do what we mm-hmm. think you do, dude, you're, if he wins this fight, he'll be undisputed champion twice in two weight classes. Yep. And then if he goes up to 54, like he's saying, because him and Jamal were been talking crazy, I mean, this kid arguably is... <laughs> Listen, one of my favorite fighters is Andre Ward. I feel like if you're going to have a career in boxing, Andre Ward probably is the career you should follow. Gold medal. Yeah. No loss. Two-way class world champ and left on his own terms.
4: Terrence Crawford didn't, didn't did take, take a lot of damage either. He was he defensively responsible. Damage.
3: And he didn't play the shenanigans game trying to sell personality nope. over substance. He was just a mm-hmm. pure fighter. So I feel like yeah. Terrence Crawford has the ability to go that route. And I think Errol Spence, quiet as kept, when the tide was looking more like he was that guy, I think he's starting to realize that people are actually thinking he's going to take an L. It's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm.
4: Hey, I want to I want to say something about the way, when you hear a lot of the, Dana talk about these guys, we get fights, fights they want to see. Boxing doesn't do the fights that people want to see. I think Paul Malnaji made a good point. He said, even in MMA, the best don't fight the best. Because if you think about it, the best in the USC on fighting Bellator, on fighting PFL. You're not getting these cross-motion, these fights that you want to see. If you're fighting in the USC, you in the USC. You fighting in Bellator, you in Bellator. You fighting in the PFL, you're in PFL. So you're not getting those super fights that we might want to see. At yeah. least boxing, you have that sort of a greater ability to do that because they might all be part of one umbrella in terms of like management. Or promotional companies, you can still make that sort of crossover, depending on you know how the splits going to be like that.
3: Right. So I
4: did want to point that out. That's interesting because there are some fights we and, I, and Bellator's trying where they're going over the Risen, doing it. I like to see more of that. I like to see these fighters start taking the boxing model. I think that's what's going to make them start getting the money they need. I don't know how they're going to do it or what 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 things that will require one, I think that's what's going to get them their, their pay to increase, and also I think it's going to give us the ability to see the fights that we that we are looking for.
3: Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I totally agree. Um, yeah, man, listen, whenever I get with this guy,
4: we just get it in, man. They you don't, don't know. already know. <laughs> they don't know what's coming. Hell, we don't even know what's coming sometimes.
3: <laughs> that's what makes it amazing. Dorian, we're going to jump back in this next week. You already know, yes, sir, girl. man. Y'all can catch Dorian Price here at all times. Dorian, where can they find you out on social media, baby?
4: They can find me at uh, I got Instagram at, at Coach Dorian Price. Uh, Twitter, I ain't got TikTok, I ain't got Facebook, Dorian Price, um, and all the other stuff. I probably ain't got that either, cause yeah. I'm just working my way in there. Come out, I come out the jungle, man. You know, I'm trying to get civilized here.
3: You know what I'm saying? We ain't doing no TikTok dances over here, man. That's for you clowns, respectfully um yeah man. at ready butler shout out to the whole up on game familia my man vito blanco cardo you know i mean of course the big homie lavar arrington you know what it does man check me out brady quinn two pros in a cup of joe with lavar arrington brady quinn and those guys also lavar arrington Plaxico Burris tj house over there on the up on game show on saturdays it's all about fox sports it's all about up on game it's all about iHeart heart since you've been blessed see you next week fool
2: yeah Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.